Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, then you understand exactly what that song's about. But if you don't know him, now I pray before this day is out, you'll make it, make him your Lord and your Savior and, and put your heart in his. Amen. Guys, it's good seeing everybody this morning. We have a lot of, I did found a lot of people uh, traveling for the 4th of July. Uh, we're not going to have church services this evening because I found out everyone, except Gunny, I think, of my night service that usually comes is either I got some in Montana, some in Wisconsin, some in, in Lytle. I got, uh, they're all over the place. So praise the Lord. Just keep all those families in prayer. They're traveling for this four-day weekend that many people get to have. Uh, just, just pray they come back. Next week we'll have even a greater service. Amen. As we also pray, let me throw out, as many of you know, Mary and, and Lizzie are up in Wisconsin. Uh, as she was up there, if you, you probably, if you know Miss Mary, you know that her children had several children pass away, but while she was there, uh, it's out of the blue, her oldest son passed away in his sleep the day before yesterday. Um, had a heart, something with his heart or something, and, and he passed away in his sleep. So she asked if we would be praying for her and the family, and, and uh, praise God she was up there in Wisconsin. It was just, you know, it just timed out that way, but praise God she was there. But lift her in your prayers as well as you, as you think about her this coming week. So let's go to Lord in prayer. Father God, I do pray for Miss Mary, who is um, who who you are still blessing and 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 are there with her right now. She is. Um, we don't understand the timing of things, Lord God, and, and Miss Mary has had to watch all her children go before her, but she still loves you and she knows you, and she just asks for your guidance, your strength, and your direction for herself and her family. God, we ask the same. May you give her that strength. She's not here amongst us right now. She is our sister through blood and through, through just being a part of this church. And I just pray you be with her and, that, and her family today. And God, I pray for everyone here. I pray that we will just open our hearts to you. And may we have that same strength of faith that she has. May you pour out your Holy Spirit upon us, Lord God, just as you did in the camps this last week. And, and may we be able to leave here today knowing that we serve a risen Lord, knowing that we serve a God that is Lord of Lords, King of Kings. God, I just... Lay this entire service at your hands and in your, I mean, in your hands and at your feet, Lord God. I just pray, Father, that as we have gathered together, that your will be done. May your name be lifted up, and God, that we give you all praise, honor, and glory. It's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's good to see everybody this morning. I'm sorry about the static. It's probably my, I had my phone in the same pocket as the mic there, so it's gone now. But guys, walk around a second, shake somebody's hand, give them a hug. Tell them, happy 4th of July. Just love on them and ask them, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior this morning? When there's nowhere else to was, right? All your bridges have been burned Feels like you've hit rock bottom Don't give up, it's not the end Open up your heart again When you feel like no one understands Where you are
I'm going. Oh, look at that. I even got goosebumps on with that concert so bad. <laughs> okay, guys, that was my cue, and I'm running late, but here I am. We have just a few announcements this morning. As you know, as you probably know, we were at uh, children's camp last week. The, 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 the RAs, the Royal Ambassadors, was the boys, GAs, girls in action. And it, we had a great week last week on both sides of the camp. They keep the boys and girls separated for the most part. Uh, we had a, a, a wonderful time. On the boys' side, uh, out of the camp, there was 20 salvations that transpired this last week. Amen? Give God the glory. 20 boys who walk, walk down and, and they're going to be counseled and continue to be counseled. And, and I praise God for that. I know girls were impacted and touched as well. So the only, only announcement I really want to put forth is be praying for the, the youth camp that's coming up. And then also, too, no service this evening. As I said, we were going to have church service, but seeing as how the only... It, would, it looks like it's just be Gunny and I if uh, that somebody else showed up. So I think we're going to cancel the service for this evening. Let everybody enjoy their 4th of July. And then uh, I think that's all the announcements. So before I speak, before I get up and do anything this morning, in lieu of the uh, worship songs and in lieu of the, the the scripture reading, we decided what we're going to do is let the let you guys watch some of the things that transpired at, in boys' camp in RAs, and then uh, the girls come up and they're going to talk to you a little bit or sing to you a little bit about the GA side. So if you got, if you would watch the videos for just a moment.
to be in Arkansas
see that's why your boys were tired when they came home. Uh, we had a very busy week, and, and there was a lot of great Scripture and Bible study that was interspersed amongst all those activities. And let me share with you, every one of those activities, they look fun, and they are, but they all have biblical pre- references, and everything's taught the biblical perspectives to each one of those things they did also. Now I'm going to let the girls do some of their stuff here. Do you want the video?
Presenting yourselves on this battlefield. I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh, the English are too many. is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen 
here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as three men. And three men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Fight against that? No. We will run. And we will live. Aye. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! I know when I found the video, I thought, man, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. We're going to have quite a few scriptures I'm going to print, present to you this morning. and I'm, I'm not going to have you turn to them. I'm going to, I gave, gave the, a list back to the guys this morning, and so I hope that, that they'll be able to get them up on the screen. That, that clip was freedom for Scotland. However, I would submit to you this morning that the United States was built upon freedom also. Over 200 years ago, people came to this land to find freedom. Freedom from tyranny, freedom from, from bondage, freedom from religious bondage, freedom of, of, of free speech, the freedom to be who God had called them to be, to be able to go forth and unashamedly preach the gospel, to have the freedom to live the way Christ called them to live, to have the freedom to share the word of God with whomever they, whomever they so desire. We, this land, was built upon freedom. And folks, let me share with you this morning that there is blood on, on this land that we call the United States. There's blood on the streets of Amsterdam. There's blood on the streets of France. There's blood all over Europe. There's, there's, there's blood in the jungles of Vietnam. There's blood in the hills of Korea. There's blood in Afghanistan and in many other places of fine men and women who fought so that we could have a country and have the rights to be able to hold our head high and proclaim that we are free. We have freedom. And today, millions are still seeking freedom, folks. We have freedom in this great country. However, there's still people who choose to to seek out freedom through self-gratification. They're seeking out freedom through false religions. They're seeking out freedom through governments, through mind expansion, through learning, through sexual gratification, through Hollywood entertainment, through alcohol and drugs. There are so many different directions that people are trying to find freedom. But here's the real kicker, folks. We are free in this country to do many things. But true freedom, absolute freedom, real freedom, the only true freedom was paid for at the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago. Before we can seek out any other kind of freedom, we need to realize that the true freedom that we were designed to have was not attainable until Christ came and died on that cross. It is then that we can proclaim freedom. We find freedom in Christ and Christ alone, folks. It is only through Jesus Christ that we can have true freedom. Jesus says in, in, in John 10.10, 10, he says, I am come so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Freedom is about life. And Christ came and he died on that cross. and He lived his life and then died on that cross so that we could have life and that we could have it more abundantly. Now, you may be wondering, what does is, what is freedom look like? Do I really have freedom? How will I know if I really have freedom? Folks, freedom is joy unspeakable. It, 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 it's full of glory. It's, it's happiness. It's, it, it, it's moving. It's liberating. It's unbinding. 
when we truly have freedom, I, I kind of very small, little bit touched upon this in Sunday school this morning. When we are truly free, we can step out and not be constrained by religion and by man and by this and that. When I am truly free, it is in the truth of Jesus Christ. And in Jesus Christ, I have been freed. See, I was created. We, you and I, we were created to have freedom. We were created for freedom. We were chosen for freedom. We were liberated to freedom. But we choose to turn our heads from it so many times. We should be free. God not only created us, but then made a pathway so that we can attain that freedom and live in that freedom. All we have to do is choose it. In Galatians, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, the Scriptures tell us there, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. You're, uh, I, I know the words up there is uh, Holman Christian, and in my mind I've got King James memorized. I'm just running with it as it is. Read or listen or do both. But we need to understand the Scriptures say the same thing this morning. Stand fast. We are to stand fast with the liberty that Christ has purchased to us through the blood of Jesus Christ, and don't go back to it. Don't go back to the ways that we were. He tells us there in Galatians that Christ purchased true freedom for you and I so that we don't have to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. If we want true freedom, we want that joy unspeakable, that happiness, that unbinding of the world from our sins. If we want those things, latch on to Jesus Christ and don't go back. That passage of Scripture in Galatians is telling us to be free, but also to Stay free. As Christians, we forget this so often, and we talked about in Sunday school this morning, the backsliding and choosing to go the other way and allowing Satan to whisper in our ear and tempt us and acting upon those temptations. Folks, through the Word of God and the blood of Jesus Christ, we can put on the mindset of Christ, be under the blood of Christ, and we can have freedom from the the demon sitting on our shoulder. We can have freedom from the sins that call out our name. But we must have that relationship with Jesus. We must, it, it's more than just saying a prayer. We have the freedom to have a relationship with Christ. And folks, I'm going to tell you this morning that true freedom cannot come if you do not know, if you don't have a relationship with Christ. There are a lot of people sitting in pews today. There's a lot of people on this side of pulpits today that have a whole lot of this in their head and no relationship with Jesus Christ. You want freedom. It doesn't come from just the Word of God. The Word of God is important. It truly, truly is. And it guides the path of those who know Him. But true freedom comes in a relationship with Jesus Christ. In that clip, those, those men, those leaders, if the group, if you will, said, you must pay homage unto us to come onto this battlefield. But he says, no, I pay homage not to you. I pay it to Scotland. Now, that was a physical, worldly idea, but it's the same thing. Guys, we don't pay homage to, the, to, to, to just words in this book. We don't pay homage to a denomination or to a church. We come in the love and the relationship of Jesus Christ. And it's because of my, my relationship with Jesus Christ, I step onto the battlefield. Not because that man told me or that man told me, or because I have a head knowledge from here to do so. I can unashamedly proclaim the gospel with the freedom that's been given to me in this great country because of the freedom that was bought for me upon the cross of Jesus Christ. We have freedom through the blood of Jesus. That's where true freedom comes from. This is the kind of message I true. I mean, I enjoy preaching all the messages, but this is my kind of message this morning that God gave me. I, I choose to step onto the battlefield, and I choose to draw my weapon, my sword, which is the Word of God, and I do so because I've been given freedom to know that in the end, I win through the blood of Jesus Christ. But it's because I have a relationship Proverbs 18.24 says there is, there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That friend is Jesus Christ. Jesus is all about relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you not to study your word. I'm not telling you to forsake yourself the assembling one with another because, you, you know, I, I hear this sometimes. Oh, me and the man upstairs, we have an understanding. Yeah, and the understanding, if you really had it, is that he told you to go to church and learn the word of God with other brothers and sisters. So I think you have a misunderstanding if you're not. 
Amen. See, even the little guy knows. Folks, we must have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You want true freedom? I know folks that have memorized the, the entire Declaration of Independence. Praise God for that. I know folks who have memorized passages and, and whole chapters of Scripture. Praise God for that. But true freedom comes not from memorization. It comes not just from study. It comes not from just stepping onto a battlefield. True freedom comes from absolutely knowing I have a relationship with Jesus Christ who will stick with me stronger and greater than any brother. Folks, there is something inherently wrong with religion. It's not, religion's not what we have been called to do. Religion is not what, what, what God has placed for us on this earth that we are to follow. Now, I, I understand that may shock some of y'all. Well, a pastor can't get up there and talk bad about religion. It may surprise you a little bit, but, but God did not create religion. Now, religion in and of itself isn't wrong. It's, it's man's way of finding God. However, therein lies the problem. When you get into religion, it is fraught with, with, with falsehoods and error because it's man's way. And man's way has got, is corruptible. Man's way has flaws. Oftentimes, the religion starts out with great intent. But when we put our hands into it and guide it the way we want it to go, it becomes fraught with all kinds of errors and, and problems. And there's so much religion out there today that's lacking true relationship. You, you, you submit yourself to the church, or you submit yourself to a pastor, or to a, to a bishop, or you submit yourself to this or to that. Folks, I'm going to say to you this morning, it's not about the church. It's not about the name on the church. It is about Jesus Christ and His church. Your primary relationship needs and should and must be with Jesus Christ if you want freedom. If you want to go home this day and, and, and celebrate freedom, then to do so, you must know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Without relationship, and when I say that, I mean not, not just in voice, but a true relationship, religion is, is hollow and, and, and unfulfilling at best. You can play church for a while. You can even do everything the deacons and everybody tells you to do and you got this five-point list and you can check them off as you go. But freedom, true freedom, so you can lay down at night. No matter how, what the, the, you know, your sink may be stopped up and the cars broke down and the kids are crying and the carpet's dirty. I know I came home last night and we're keeping the baby and Cameron and I walked in and there's, there's um, what's the white stuff? Baking soda all over the couch where they, for whatever reason, my sister-in-law and wife left him without a diaper. So it's all, you know, there's issues that happen. But you know what? All that is not when you lay down and say, I know Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I can have peace. I can close my eyes. And I can go to sleep and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Christ. You see, if, if, if our relationship in, in life even, if they are lacking Jesus, you'll never know what true freedom is. You'll never have proper relationships even with those other people on earth if we lack Jesus. To truly have strong relationships with others, we need to know who Jesus Christ is. We need the understanding of the Word of God. Don't get me wrong, but it's about relationship first. If we truly want freedom, we need to accept Jesus Christ. Then once we've accepted him, then comes the knowledge. And knowledge is important, guys. I think one of the greatest problems we have in the world today, or at least in this country, is young people don't understand the true meaning of freedom. And therefore, they've allowed professors and, 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 and Hollywood and, and artists to tell them this is what freedom really means. And, and it's so far from the truth. John 8.32 says, I give you truth and you shall know truth. And it is truth that sets you free. We have allowed our kids and, and young adults today, I'm afraid in this country, to grow up with Hollywood and, and, and so many things. That is not truth. And if it's not truth by what Jesus says, then it's not freedom. You and I as Christians, if we know Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, are to study the Word to find ourselves approved so that we can not only live in truth, which sets us free, but preach the truth, which will then set others free. 
And that doesn't mean just to the elderly people. It doesn't mean to just this group of people. It doesn't mean to just the people within a church walls. We should be preaching the truth. He says, go ye therefore and baptize, uh, make disciples and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We should be sharing the truth with young adults as well, not being afraid of them, not afraid of the, the lobbyists and those. We should be sharing the truth, for it's the truth that sets us free. And if we want true freedom in this great country that was founded on freedom, then we need to get back to sharing the greatest emancipation document that was ever written and share the truth so that knowledge of the truth will set others free. We want freedom again in this country? Then share what God said, not what a man just wants you to believe. There are so many false doctrines of Scripture out there, guys. We need to get away from man's idea of what Scripture says and get back to the gospel. The freedom of knowing. The freedom of sharing what Jesus says. We have understanding through the Holy Spirit. And it's by what the Holy Spirit shares with us, we should be sharing with others. The Bible, in 1 John, 5, 2, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 5, he says there that but whomever keeps his word, whomever keeps his word, in him is the love of God perfected. You see, truth shall set you free. And truth is the word of God. And if I adhere to the truth, then in that person, in myself, the love of God is perfected. The Declaration of Independence, guys, praise God, I'm not... I am not, nor would I ever talk bad about the Declaration of Independence. It's a, probably the single most greatest emancipation doctrine that man has ever wrote. But I'm going to share and say and submit to you that the Word of God, this is the truly the most and greatest emancipation document in all of history, and God wrote it through man. The Declaration of Independence, praise God for that document that has been, been used for so long to protect the freedoms that we have. But folks, the Word of God is the Declaration, it, it is the Emancipation. It does what the, the Declaration of Independence could not do. You see, when we study the Word of God, the Declaration of, of, of Independence could not set the heart of man free. But the Declaration of this one sets the heart of man free and free for eternity. When we study this Word, when we apply it to our lives and to our heart, the Word of God sets not just the heart of man free, but the soul of man. The, the Declaration of Independence of the United States of America protects our rights as, create, as created beings of God. But folks, this sets the rights, the, the soul, the spirit, the heart, the things that man can never steal free from the bondage of sin to spend eternity with their Heavenly Father. That's freedom. I would never talk bad about the Declaration of Independence of the United States. But I will say that this is greater. I will say that as much as that declaration that sits in the Library of Congress today, or in, in the Institute today, actually I think it's in the archives, but where it sits today, as important as it is, is not as important as this one right here. We must have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Step out on the battlefield. And with that relationship, have the knowledge of the truth. And the truth will set us free if, if, and this is a big if, if we adhere to it. What's happening in our nation today, guys, isn't a lack. Um, no, it is a lack. It, what's happening in our nation today is a lack of adherence to the Constitution, not the ignorance of it. So many people say, well, they don't know what the Constitution says. No, they, they know what the Constitution says in this great country. They choose to ignore it. It's not a, a, a lack of understanding, it is a lack of adherence. And I would submit to you this morning that the church today and many Christians today, it's not that they don't know what the Bible says, it's that the fact they choose not to follow it. They don't adhere to it. Folks, freedom has a cost. Practicing freedom is not free. One of the greatest lessons in life, I believe, is that the things that you pay for have the greatest value. And it's the same thing here. We need to, it, when we, the practicing of freedom has a cost in and of itself, we have to give of our time, we have to give of our mind, we have to give of our spirit, we have to submit ourselves to the authority of Jesus Christ and study his word. And you know what happens then? When we commit to this, the prize is freedom. The cost is giving your life over to Jesus Christ, but then you have freedom. 
And the greatest practice of freedom is the adherence to what we read in that book, is the knowing the truth, and the truth shall set us free. Folks, this is in that video. We, he said, I don't ride for people, I ride for Scotland. We need to commit ourselves that I don't ride for this church or that church or this brother or that sister. I ride for Jesus Christ. In Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11, Paul is talking to his, his, his young Padawan there, his, 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 his apprentice, his, his one that he's ministering to, reaching into. He says, but you, O man of God, follow after these things, righteousness, Godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Right after those things. You, oh man of God. Folks, these are the things we need to adhere to. You want freedom? Build a relationship with Jesus Christ. Get that relationship. Seek out that relationship. Say, Father God, I am a sinner in need of your mercy and in need of your grace. I submit myself to you. And then what happens? You become that man or that woman of God. And what does Paul tell Timothy? He's speaking it to you and I as well. If you are that man of God, if you're that woman of God, then follow not after the world, not after the lusts of the flesh, not after the pleasures of the flesh, not after the materialism of this world. He says, oh man of God, follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Folks, I can't express to you enough that if every man and woman who claims to be a Christian would follow after those things, then freedom cannot be avoided. You will be free. You may have have bills and you may have the world at your door, but when you go to sleep, you can be chained to a wall like Paul was in a cave and you can still sing praises to the Lord because your spirit and your heart can never be taken by man. It can be given to God Almighty. And that is freedom. You and I, I think this morning, many of you I know would, I believe, but you and I would fight again our great country. I know myself, I would have no problem stepping out on a battlefield to protect the rights that our Declaration of Independence has given to this country. Even as, as broken as I am, and in the book we're sharing in our men's Bible study right now, A Soldier's Heart, it, it, it tells of a man during the Revolutionary War that the Redcoats, I'm, I'm going to butcher the story because I'm trying to pull it out of memory, but it ta- tells of this man, I can't remember his name, but he had fought, and he, he, was, he was older at this point. And he, nobody was fighting the Redcoats. He goes out there, just him alone. He was shot like 12 or 8 times, stabbed when they got up to him, and they rode him off as dead. And they went on. Well, the townspeople come, and somehow this elderly gentleman lived. And you know where he was two years later? Right back on the front line, fighting for the freedom of the, this great country. Because he believed in the freedom of sharing the Word of God. We would do the same, I think many of us, get out there and fight for that freedom for this great country. If we would do that for this country, if we can tell those kinds of stories where, where men have gotten back up and sacrificed their lives, shed their blood for this great country, then why in the world wouldn't we do it for the freedom that this book has to offer as well? If we would fight for the declaration of the independence of this great United States, then why in more of us getting up and going out and fighting to share the gospel, fighting to share the truth that truly sets people free? I, I love the, the fact that we have the declaration of independence. I, I love our constitution that governs this great land. But folks, if we would fight so hard and shed so much blood for that, why aren't we fighting just as hard and shedding blood to protect the truth that shall set the world free? We want freedom then it comes through Christ. I can't set you free. But Jesus said, I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Whomsoever believeth in me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you will profess with your mouth and believe in your heart that that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he rose again on that third day, defeating death, hell, and the grave, holding the keys to which in his hand, if you will believe those things and truly submit your heart, not just your mouth, but your entire body to his lordship, you can go to sleep tonight saying, you know, it's not just 4th of July, it's every day I can celebrate freedom. Praise God, we have freedom in this country to take these boys to RA camp and and let them hear the word and teach the word. And these girls go into GA camp and the youth in a few weeks go into the 
youth camp. Praise God, we have freedom in this country to, to open the, these Bibles. You know how many Bibles are scattered over that, that one 20-acre plot of land? I don't know either, but it's a bunch. And we have freedom to do that. Why aren't we fighting for that freedom? The truth shall set you free. The question this morning, guys, is your freedom wrapped up in a man-made document alone? And don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not belittling our great declaration of independence in this great country. But if it's wrapped up in that man-made document, as brilliant as Thomas Jefferson and the other writers of that document was, if your freedom is wrapped up in that document, you're shortchanging yourself of what true freedom really is. But if your freedom, first and foremost, is founded in a relationship with Jesus Christ and God's concepts of freedom, that's when you can go out and truly celebrate. That's when you can go and become what God's called you to become. So this weekend, and, and I'm going to enjoy it too. I'm going down to the coast. I think my kids are coming down, maybe some friends. I don't know. But we're, we're just going to, we're going to celebrate the freedom we have in this great country. But I hope that everyone around us also will see first and foremost that our freedom comes from Jesus. And because of his freedom, I celebrate this freedom. Where are you this morning? Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you truly have freedom in your life? Only through Christ will you know. I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. If we'll all just stand up. I want you to think about that question this morning. Is your freedom wrapped up in a man-made document? Or is your freedom wrapped up in Jesus? Praise God for the... That was just a Hollywood clip that Mel Gibson put together of William Wallace's life. We don't know everything that transpired in William Wallace's life. Um, there's a lot of history. He was a man of action. Uh, some people say he kind of stole some glory from others. We don't know exactly everything that happened, but the one thing we do know is he fought for the freedom of Scotland. Will we give the same kind of speech to fight for the freedom of man's souls in the name of Jesus Christ? I pray that we will. In that first step of that fight, is surrendering your own heart to Christ. Will you do that today? Father God, I just come before you and just ask in the name of Jesus that you will touch the hearts of your people. We're celebrating freedom. Uh, in in Seguin, the town this morning, I saw they marked off for the big parade, for the freedom parade, the 4th of July parade this evening. God, we, we think we know what freedom is, but true freedom comes from knowing your truth. For that's what sets us free. If someone here this morning does not know that truth, if someone here this morning has never surrendered their heart to you, I pray that you will touch them now and that they'll walk down this aisle, that they'll accept you before it's too late. May they listen to your words, heed what you say, and be what you've called them to be. And Lord, those of us that are here that do know you, may we not squander the freedoms you've given us. May we go forth and unashamedly dive in preaching and proclaiming the gospel. And may your will be done, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. If God's speaking to you today, you can pray right where you're at. You can come down to this altar. I'll pray with you. Whatever it is God's called you to do, will you do that today? Will you listen to him? Will you be what God's called you to be? If he's telling you to sing, hallelujah, sing. Maybe he's telling you to grab one of these young people when you can't give them a hug. I don't know. Do what God's called and ask you to do as we sing this morning. Let me share with you this morning. I haven't talked one-on-one -on -one as of yet with these folks, but we have two girls and two boys from our little church that accepted Jesus Christ this past week. And praise God, that's four more that we don't have to worry about where they're going to spend eternity. Give God the glory for that. Amen. Amen. Some of them are here with us today, and if they step out, great. If not, you know what? God knows their heart, and we'll talk to them, and we'll work together. And one of the things we taught the boys all throughout the week about being unashamed, the Bible says, he who pronounces my name before men, so shall I pronounce before the Father. But he who is ashamed of me before men, so shall I also be ashamed before the Father. Let each one of us make this choice, guys. 
leave this place today. Wherever you're going for the 4th of July, maybe you're working. That's what my son said. He, when, <laughs> yesterday he said, if I didn't have to work tomorrow, I'd just stay right here. Some folks got to work. But wherever you're at, let others see Christ in you. Let them see freedom. Let them see truth. When I say truth, I'm not saying man-made doctrine. Live by what God tells you to live by. Amen? Amen. Amen. Good seeing everybody this morning. Again, there is no Bible study this evening. There's no ladies' Bible study study Tuesday morning since that is the 4th of July. Also, there is no Wednesday morning Bible study (laughs) this week. So those three have been canceled. But we'll be back together Thursday night. Invite everyone to come out Thursday night. We'll be having spaghetti this Thursday and other things along with it in the Word of God. So I encourage you to to have a great and safe weekend and be free in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good seeing everybody this morning. Brother Stormy, would you close us in prayer today? Father, we're tired in your house. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful word, Lord, about the freedom that comes to Jesus Christ. And Father, help us to share Jesus. Not our church, not our religion, not our belief. Help us to share Jesus Christ. Amen. Those that we meet in the world, we go forth this way. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Hallelujah. Amen, guys. Oh, you guys had you No.